Let's play a game. All right. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. This is the Karate in the Garage podcast with Mason Merrill and Weston Toth. Welcome back to another edition of the Karate in the Garage podcast. As always, I'm Mason, and joined with me today is my co-host, Weston Toth. Hey man, how you doing? Good, how about you? Oh, not too bad, just uh, happy to be back playing some games with my best bud. Yeah man, it's been a couple weeks. We uh, both were kind of busy the last couple weeks, so we had a little another week hiatus, but um, yeah, I'm glad to be back here. Yeah, for sure. We had a interesting game to play this week, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. I uh, <laughs> Power Rangers is one of my one of my first loves as a kid, so I'm uh, definitely stoked to talk about this game and a little more, a little little Power Rangers Plus today. Oh yeah, this was definitely a uh, a Mason special right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wanted to like kick the whole thing off with this game, but I was like, no, don't don't go too hard into Power Rangers like first podcast. <laughs> I think you're the only person that I've ever talked to um about a Power Rangers comic. Out of all the ones you could read, you're like, dude, you have to read this one. <laughs> yeah, no, for real though. It's like winning awards and it's so good. So we're going to we're going to talk about that a little bit today too. It's basically going to be my pitch to like Weston read this, and if not, I'm just going to buy you the graphic novels and send them to you. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we are playing to get to the uh, the point of what we're talking about here. We are playing Mighty Morphin Power Rangers: The Fighting Edition, and um, by Fighting Edition, it means Megazord Fighting Edition, not the actual Power Rangers. Yeah. So actually, when uh when we talked about this last time, I I played another one and you played as all the Rangers, but that that definitely was not the case here. Yeah, um, so the Sega Genesis has a version where you can play as the Rangers and monsters, and um, and the Megazords as well, which is pretty cool. But this one's just more detailed and uh, some you know it's like kind of a less is more kind of strategy with it, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. It it just kind of like did something pretty well. And just did one one of those things instead of trying to shove a bunch of extra stuff in there. Mm-hmm, for sure. So the the other games are kind of adventure based side scroller type games, and those are fun too. The first one's like a one player game, and the other is the movie Power Rangers, the movie game that came out in '95, and it uh it's like an adventure two player type thing. So that one's pretty fun. Uh, eventually, if we want to circle back to something, but today, uh, this game, I uh, I was very high on coming into, and I, you know, for it's like one of the, this was probably one of my favorite fighters for Super Nintendo. I remember owning this game and just playing it over and over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh no no I was just saying just you know what I appreciate about going back and like at these old games these old games is. Um, looking at the artwork, like the box artwork that they used to come in, they made the, they made the yeah. game look so epic because obviously, you know, it's just art. It's not, you know, it's not graphics or whatever the, you know, animations, but it gives you the feels of going, you know, into your blockbuster and renting this thing or buying it at the store. Yeah, for sure. One of these days I'm going to start an Instagram and I'm going to put, start putting, posting 
I should probably do it on our Twitter too, but posting a picture of the box artwork with the with the tweets that I put out, um, Karate in the Garage, K I T G podcast it on Twitter. By the way, <laughs> little plug. <laughs> exactly, always plug. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, so the basis of this game is it is just your standard arcade fighter with Power Rangers, Megazords, and monsters. Um, there's four Megazords and four monsters plus one. Um, and then you just, you pick, you start out as the Thunder Megazord or the, um, the uh, what is it called? The Tiger Megazord? Yeah, Tiger. There's the Thunder and the Tiger one. It's like basically yes. all the original Power Rangers or um, the White Ranger. It's, it's yeah, all the original much. with the White Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So they just replaced the Red Ranger with the White Ranger, the Tiger Sword. Exactly. Uh, the Tiger, Thunder Tiger Sword. I don't know. I can't remember <laughs> what it's called. Yeah, that's how much of a fan I am. <laughs> um, I know, man. Come on, uh, get it but, together. Yeah, I know. So this game came out in September of 1995, which was right ar- like right after the movie came out. So it was show and movie heavy, but like the only thing this game missed on is it didn't have the original Mighty Morphin Megazord. Yeah, I was. Uh, so obviously, you'll know better than I, than me. But I was up. Well, I was a Power Rangers fan. Until my parents banned it because it was too violent. <laughs> so, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But um, I know, like, when I was looking, like, the, the tiger and then all the different, all the, the zords, I was like, where's the, the original? Because he had, the original one had, like, all his limbs were different colors because he was made up of the the classic, right? All the different colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. That's what I thought. Yep. So, he just was nowhere to be found. Yeah, the Mighty Morphin Megazord. Yeah, it's just weird because I think they were just, uh, I don't know. But they were. It was in season two of the show, and they were trying to just like follow that. And then the movie with the Ninja Rangers and um, stuff like that. It, it, I guess this would have been between season two and season three because the third season was when they went on their like Ninja Quest and the Ninja Megazord, which was um, the uh, smaller, faster Megazord. And then actually, the Shogun Megazord was the one they stepped up to in that season. So they had all their bases covered besides the Mighty Morphin era. Yeah, I think like you said, they were just writing off the the movie and stuff. So I, I'm yeah. I'm cool with it. They had enough of the they had enough of each like the good the good Zords and the the enemies to like mix it up. There's plenty of characters to choo- choose from. Um, yeah, I thought everything was fairly well balanced too. You know, you could uh, like I you own me with the Shogun Megazord, <laughs> but it had like a lot of it like had a lot of range and it, it was uh really powerful attacks, but you couldn't like dash around and move with it at all. You know? No, he was super slow. Cause like the first time that we were, I mean, just like any fighting game, there's always uh, a big fat dude that, you know, when he hits you, it hurts a ton. Mm-hmm. But if you could, I bet if you had a different character and could close the gap, you would have just wasted me. Cause the, the input, like almost, there was almost like a X, like an extra couple of milliseconds input lag. And even when you did press it, he was just like a big old sloth. But yeah, um, if I could just kept you at bay, bay like I did, just like any other game, it was uh, it was game over, lights out. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, you kind of had like like kind of three uh, different classes, which were like the mid range class, you know, which was like the um, the uh, Thunder Megazord and the Mega Tiger Zord. But they like the the Thunder Megazord had great range and like a balanced amount of speed. And then the Mega Tiger Zord ha- was like pretty fast, but had stronger attacks and shorter range. Yeah. Um, 
and then you have like the lipstick girl she was just like super fast and with with shorter attacks but very fast and then on the monster side and then lord zed who was kind of like the uh the shorter ranged um faster guy with like teleportation and things like that um and then the ninja zord that was just like a speedy little little fighter like like kind of like uh, I kept saying, he did was doing like Kamehamehas and stuff. Yeah, he had he had, <laughs> had some a lot cool, of beam attacks. Um, like so that was the last uh, match that we played, which is so the matches are t- just, uh, best out of three, so two out of three, which was nice too. Because yeah, which is cool. Just like you know, like a lot of other games too. Like two out of three always is nice because then you have the chance for re- revenge, and the third match is always super hype. But then um, the ninja one had a couple attacks where. Um, you know, he basically had upfront attacks, but he had uh, like counter attacks where he like blasted, and the the ground would come up where like where he blasted and kind of like set like a little uh, energy blast up. But um, that that was cool. But there was also this vitality gauge, which I never I, I kind of understood what it did, but it was like basically like a power gauge, and instead of it like going up by doing something you do or the more you hit someone it just automatically fills up and goes up and down during the battle so it was kind of sporadic because sometimes you'd get like thunder and in the fight in a couple punches did you ever experience that yeah yep exactly and so you the bar was like in four different tiers where it was always constantly filling up and i guess if you landed an attack when the bar was full it'd be heavier Yes. Um, it packed more punch kind of thing. But then it had tiers where it eventually just leveled out at like a where it had like lightning bolts running through it. And um, then you could use your super attack, which we rarely did because <laughs> we didn't really know how I didn't know how to do it, at least. Yeah. Well, <laughs> very well. You had to be in that like the thunderbolt um, or like the top of the the power level and get the thunderbolt symbol and then you could do the super move. So it was it was super. That was like it was a cool idea, but it wasn't very. Um, it was more like RNG. There was just more like roll of the dice of when you're going to get it and if you're in a good position to use it instead of like punching and filling it or even like uh, in like Dragon Ball Z games is you like charge your key or yeah. something like that. It kind of just was like sporadic. That's yeah. It was more of like a random type power boost kind of thing, yeah. which it's kind of unique. And I've never seen a game do that again, so maybe they just didn't like that. But um, <laughs> for a good reason. But I, it was it was different, you know. It's not just your average. Let's charge your bar, and then you can do your super attack. You have to really kind of put some some thought into how you're playing the game, you know. Yeah, for sure. In a really fast way. So um, this game was, uh, it, like I said, it was released in September 1995, and it uh, at the time I think it got like a four out of five rating. Mm. from the uh review website so it it was uh it, it for its time it was rated at a pretty good level and you know i have to agree i mean i i thought the um just the overall spectrum of the fighting was cool and then you know there was the uh command center which was all the zords home level and then there was um a, a level for each bad guy so um goldar was the airport level um the lipstick lady was like the mall at night, uh, outside the mall at night. And then, um, the, uh, I, the crazy Cyclops guy was like in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Lord Zed, it obviously was his base. And then, um, there was a secret character, which was Ivan News. Uh, and, uh, he was, uh, he, he was just used at Lord Zed's base when you fought him. So, 
Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yep, so yep. you're saying four out of five? Yeah, that's what they they gave it at least. Um, the uh, let's see, the music. I all, I thought the music was all really good, and in, in between cutscenes and the animations and things like that, you know, for for its time, the you know, you could really. It was very. Cl- there was a lot of clarity in those those images and stuff, which was cool to me. Yeah, you know what I liked about this game is everything was smooth. And there wasn't anything just outwardly infuriating or annoying about it. So, um, yeah. like we were talking about earlier before the pod, is whenever you couldn't get past a level, because a couple of them were, were pretty difficult, you could yeah. just like continue. You didn't go back and have to redo a bunch of. Oh, excuse me. You didn't have to um, go back and like redo a bunch of the fights that you've already done. And up until like I got, they were really easy for me up until one point, and I I, I lost like a bunch. So I liked how it, there was nothing that it, it just felt good to me. Like the game ran smooth. The uh, inputs were like relatively good. Um, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't like super, super laggy. Of course, like fighting games have come a long way in 25 years. But yeah, for for especially 1995, like I, I played this and I didn't I was not there was nothing that was just annoying me at all. I had a nice time with yeah. it. the animations in the background were cool. It was smooth. There was enough character, so there's nine characters total, and um, there's plenty of like diverse characters. Like a couple of them I played, I didn't like at all, and then I found like two. I was like, oh man, I, if I played this over and over again, I probably would have played like these two or three characters. But which leads me, yeah. to, leads me to my point is, what is the replayability of this game for you? Yeah, I mean, unless you're like a huge fan, you know, probably, you know. I, I mean, I remember like playing it with my brother growing up and we, you know, we play it for hours and hours and then like we get tired of it and not pl- want to play it for like a long time, yeah, you know, because it was, it, it got pretty repet- repetitive in the fact of just like, you're fighting the same characters. And this is before the age of like tons of characters were built into a video game. And, and then after that you get DLC and things like that. So, um, yeah, you know, yeah, pro- probably not a huge replayability. I like I said, I played it throughout the years, just like by myself, like revisiting some old games, you know, and um, always had a good time with it. But yeah, no, for sure. And I like I think that's my point is, whenever you're playing it or playing with your friends or just in general, I think it's a good game. I don't think it's mm-hmm. the best game, especially because even the story was like you know, it was a story. Kind of, if you were, if you're the fan yeah, of the story, it was more just like an arcade. It's just kind of an thing. arcade it's thing. Just like you beat all up all the guys, and then you get to the final boss, which is Lord Zed, and then there's the secret boss at the end, which is Ivanus. Right. So overall, um, I like I, I totally enjoyed it, dude. Do I think I could pl- have just played it for just twenty, thirty hours or something like that? I don't think so. No, absolutely. Not. Yeah. yeah, you know, you probably just play it like in. I remember, you know, being six, seven years old where you play a game for mm-hmm. two, three hours with your buds and then you just top, toss in the, in the next cartridge. You do that for a while and, yep. you know, Star Fox to this to whatever else yeah. we got. So, um, yeah. And back in the day, you could just go back and forth super easily. You know, it's just like, well, throw this one in, throw that one in, throw this one in, you know, and there's no real like kind of hook factor to anything, you know. Yeah, I mean that was my own. That probably if I was gonna look at this, um, if it was four point five by everyone else, I would say like three point five, just because the replayability isn't like super high. But everything else was good. Yeah, I had no other qualms. 
everything else was enjoyable. There was nothing annoying about it. I just had a nice time with the game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. And like you know, I like the little details for the time. On you know, you could clearly tell. Oh, that's that Megazord attached to the t- you know, the um, the uh, Mega Tiger Zord. You know, or this or that. You know, so that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, overall, I I thought the soundtrack was great. I mean, I was like, I was playing it during lunch today, and like, I was just like bopping along with the soundtrack. It was it was pretty funny. My wife was laughing at me, but I uh, there's like it's funny because there's eight or nine total fighters in the game, and there's twelve songs. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they they put some effort into the music in this game. Um, but yeah, like you said, uh, you know, I probably give it a I, I'm going to stick with a 4.5 just because I'm a fan of the series in general. And I just, I like the less is more aspect of it. You know, it was not a whole lot of characters, but at the same time, it was, it, it was pretty fun. And like, if you threw this on and had like a little tournament or whatever, you could get around in it and play it. Yeah, super easy to get into, but it, it had... Um, enough mechanics where after you played it a while, you definitely could have got good at it and beat everyone else, which is yeah. super, you know, so the, there was a skill cap in it. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I appreciated about it uh, before we move on is there wasn't that cheap move you could use and just win the whole time. Yes. I actually, you know, that's a good point because uh, that sucks when you're playing a certain, you know, any fighting game and then they have to ban certain characters from like, a championship or uh, a tournament because yeah. he's so broken. Cause there's just one mechanic that it just, or it's just annoying to play against. Yeah. You know? Like donkey Kong and smash bros melee where he could just bang the ground, you know, kind of thing and knock you off like over and over again. <laughs> nah, nah, man, that was cool. <laughs> I know it was cool, but it, the, it would get annoying and they literally would ban him sometimes from tournaments just cause of that freaking move. <laughs> yeah. There's, I, th- just any game like that, wherever there's just one move or one character that's so annoying to play against, um, that's not fun for anybody. Even the person playing it, I, maybe they might get a laugh at it at first, just be like, oh, this is super, you know, I'm just annoying you or pissing you off or whatever. But eventually, yeah. no one has fun with it because it, it's not, I mean, it is a skill thing, I guess, or you're using, you know, advantages, which is fine, like use the OP stuff. But in general, this didn't have it in there, and I'm glad it didn't. I, I didn't think about it because, like I said, it was just really mm-hmm. smooth. The entire game just played nicely. Yeah, for sure. And as far as, like, characters and things like that, I probably would give it a little less of a score just because, like, yeah, you got to have those staple um, Lord Zed, the Thunder, the Tiger. They didn't put the OG Megazord, which is annoying, and the Dragon Zord, but I guess they weren't really going for that era, but... There were so many more better monsters they could have put in this game than the Cyclops guy and the lipstick chick. <laughs> yeah, and th- the one thing they didn't do either is when you play story mode, you can only play as the Tiger or the Thunderzord, and you can't play as anyone else. It, it wasn't like go through the, the yeah. game playing your favorite character or what you want to do after you know you play it. You have to yeah. play those two characters, so that sucked too. That's a, what, Those are the two things that I definitely don't didn't like about it. Yeah, it's true. The uh, uh, although the animation when you select character for the um, for the uh, the story mode when you select one of the two is pretty cool because it moves the rangers from one Megazord to another. You know, to the white ranger or the red ranger. That was that was neat. Mm. Little animation there. Nice. Little the the little things. Yeah. 
Yeah, but anyway, I mean, there's not really much more to that game other than what we talked about, you know, so it, uh, just moving on, it was just something fun to play on an afternoon uh, with your bros. For sure. Not, cool, not a bad one. Well, um, yeah, for sure. So, like, just talking since we're about a little, you know, a little more into the uh, the Power Rangers thing right now, this game is kind of like the new age version of this game, which is on the App Store and Google Play and all that, is Power Rangers Legacy Wars. And whereas a game like this really wasn't broken, like there are so many holes in that game. It's, you know, it's it's fun and things like that. And I still play it just because I'm a fan. But there's like definitely things about that one that um that actually makes this game more fun to play because oh, wow. <laughs> yeah like it's one of those like it's not i i get i guess it's card system but it's like you hit the there's like three moves like rock paper scissors and the whole there's like a weight to attack thing where you can counter like basically if you have the right move you can counter and it's like a random order that you get these moves in and it's a big time. They've turned it into a pay, pay to play type thing where they release new characters and then charge you a ton of money to get that character until like a year later when they release it to to where you can get it in boxes and stuff like that. Yikes. Hourly boxes. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, definitely like wish, I wish they would come out like a new version of this, um, Megazord fighting game or something like that for like a console type thing. Cause, um, that game's, uh, the legacy wars is fun and everything but it like i i played like the crap out of it and like i i don't pay for the game to play it so i'm just never gonna be good <laughs> you know i'm never gonna be good enough to like compete or anything <laughs> yeah i just wonder if there's like a big enough audience for that you know like a real like a ps4 or something like that game because the fighting um that type of game is so hunkered down by tekken yeah um Injustice, uh, Dragon, the yeah. Drag, the Dragon Ball Z one. There's just there's literally oh, yeah. like four or five of them that just completely dominate, um, you know that space. So I just don't think that there's the audience to for the if they're ever going to do that on a mobile. Yeah, for sure, pay to pay to play. People like you who mm-hmm. love the um, the genre, but yeah, I, don't, I just don't see it happening, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Although um, Hasbro has a, uh, acquired power rangers now so it's no longer a saban property and hasbro they have plans for it which is cool so we'll see what happens in the next couple of years um but leading to the next power rangers thing i want to talk about which is the comic books and that's really where the gold is at right now if you are looking to become a fan or you know want to read just read it's just a good comic like in general good superhero like good stories good art is amazing and they've uh kind of led it in a different direction from the series that the series could ever take just because you can draw anything on a paper and you can't really during that time you couldn't really produce <laughs> this kind of stuff so it's pretty cool um yeah. basically the the comic begins after um tommy the green ranger becomes uh becomes good like he he starts out as bad and under like rita's mind control and stuff and so it's like him adapting to the team and then it turns into this other dimensional tommy that's evil that really just rocks the entire like universe of power rangers and ends up bringing in every power ranger from every time and all this kind of stuff and 
uh, now it's just turned like at that event is over and it's turned into like the space pirate epic with totally different <laughs> rangers which is cool okay yeah. so are you talking about gogo power rangers um or mighty morphin Mighty Morphin. Okay. That was the one where it started. And Go Go Power Rangers is just kind of a prequel. It's basically everything that happened from the day they became Power Rangers to now. Okay, because I'm looking at because there must be two different artists that do these comics because the Go Go Rangers, it's a it looks pretty cool. Like the art's all right. Yeah. But the Mighty Morphin, like Morphin, I wanna yeah. I wanna start uh I w- actually will start reading these because the art is like Please. It's really I good, man. I need to talk with them about. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I'm like, I, do. Whoever, I don't. Who's the, are they? Different artists than Gogo and Mighty Morphin? Or are they the same? Yeah, they um like uh, Mighty Morphin has cycled a few, and for for uh, Gogo, it was a late. It started like uh, almost two years after Mighty Morphin, um, and it's uh it's drawn by a real popular artist named Dan Mora, and uh, like one that comic is so good too. Don't get me wrong, but um. The uh, the Mighty Morphin is more just kind of old school detailed drawings, you know, which is cool. Yeah, they look awesome. Yeah, very much like. Um, this. But yeah, it should definitely check it out because it's it's twists and turns, and it's really uh, like it's really a lot of fun to read. Like I, I like when I first got the first issue, I was like, man, this is so good. Like this is what we've been wanting for the last twenty five years. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, and. They're uh they're they're really doing well with it and the right the original writer he just he did he ran for thirty two or thirty two issues on the comic or thirty issues on the comic and then they just switched writers and the the new direction it's taking is pretty good so but um yeah it's it's a lot of fun a lot of fun to read and stuff so cool yeah I'll check it out anyway. um I def like yeah, I said I definitely should I can't I I I cannot read comics unless I like the art. If if, yeah. if the if the art style is um down, then um the comic is yeah. fifty times better, and I definitely like the the art of this one, so I could, I'll I'm be willing to check it out for sure. Yeah, and it's cool because when they did this Shattered Grid event, um, which is where the evil Tommy comes and like shakes up the entire Ranger past and everything, they implemented a portion of that into like a really actually a really important portion of that into. Uh, the go-go power rangers so they kind of connected those events and everything too which was really cool nice. so they've done a lot of really cool things with the series that the show has never been able to do and it has at this point far surpassed anything that the show is right now nice yeah so anyway it's uh definitely cool that's my uh that's my you know five to ten minute plug on the entire thing but but uh yeah um definitely really cool and then there's another podcast i listen to that he ha- they have the uh, the writers of this this um, um, this comic on every month to talk about it and kind of break down what the writing and the direction was thinking on each uh, issue, which is really cool as well. It's called uh, Ranger Danger Podcast. So, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, adds like another aspect of it all. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Go, go check um, those guys out. Yeah. So just uh that's just moving on from that like great game great comics stuff like that um was there anything else like in the news that maybe thinking about talking about or whatnot um yeah so we had i know that this is just more fighting game stuff is uh super smash brothers that we've both been a big fan of um ultimate Mm -hmm. is coming it's coming out next month yeah next month so it's super soon and they just added another uh, character 
Yeah. Which is the uh, the piranha from Super Super Mario Brothers, like the plant. Mm-hmm. The piranha plant. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. It's, it's getting wild with how many characters there are, but honestly, like it, it the the graphics look really great. There's so many characters. Uh, may, probably a little too much. Obviously, like in tournaments, I'm sure they're gonna have to like have a like a pick and ban phase or something, kind of like, yeah. like MOBAs where you can just ban five characters or something like that. But yeah, I mean, this game has everybody from like Cloud to Ryu from Street Fighter to <laughs> like Mario, you know, like all everything in between you could want in a fighting game, which is which is cool. I just hope it doesn't get like too out of hand. They finally added King K. Rule to the to the roster. Like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot uh, about that. Yeah, which is cool. Nice. And then some other characters. And I like they had the Nintendo Direct a few days ago, and they talked about how they're gonna do uh, like a monthly DLC where it's a new fighter and new um, platform and um, more music to go along with it. Uh, for like, it, they have like a five month plan for that. So the, it, it's cool. It's like already up to like what 50 to 70 characters or something and uh and now they're just going to be adding more to it yeah it'll just i mean i don't to be honest with you i wonder if they're going to even if this is going to be one of the last in the franchise or i don't see it dying anytime soon but they're just doing so much with this one they're just adding everything and everyone i wonder if they're gonna i mean where could they take it after here but then again there's like street fighter 25 and tekken 10 so yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. People, it's, there's always it's, if there's if there's money to be made, there's going to be games. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I was thinking about Super Smash Brothers as we were playing this um, Power Rangers game because Super Smash Brothers, believe it or not, started with nine characters in their first game. You know, really, uh, which is funny to think about. Really? Um, the old in '64, yeah, they only had nine characters, and um, uh, let's see, the DL like the hidden character was Captain Falcon. Well, there was there <laughs> like was a couple. La- wasn't there a couple hidden characters? Because uh, a new a new yeah. challenger would arise. Fact check that. Yeah, as I say, I was like, that seems. I think there was more. There was definitely more than one. I think there was a couple because Jigglypuff, I remember too. In sixty four, yeah, that's true. Let me let me just double. I I think the game starts with eight characters, and maybe there's a little more that you unlocked. Uh, let's see characters. Okay, so it started. It, it started with, uh, so they had 12 characters total. So you start with 10, and then there's Captain Falcon and Jigglypuff that's added to it. Jigglypuff, yeah. You start with 10. But still, from 10 to, you know, where they are now is just wait, wait, insane wait. to me. <laughs> no, no. Super Stilling. There's more than that. It was Luigi, Captain Falcon, Ness, and Jigglypuff. There's four. Uh. So you started with eight, and then you added four. Yeah, so so twelve total. So Ma- Mario, yeah. Donkey Kong, Link, Samus, Yoshi, Kirby, Fox, yeah. and Pikachu. You're right. You're and right. And then I, yeah, because I was I was like I just remember because c- to get all the um, the unlocked, you had to do so many different things. Like to get Captain mm-hmm. Falcon, I think you had to um, like play the game for like twenty hours or something. But the way that you could, oh, the wow. way that you could, I, I, if I remember correctly, the way that you could get around it is you just like go in like a match, and uh, or like a, a practice mode and just leave it on like overnight or like two days or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you know I remember the way we did it. We um we rented that game one weekend and we had my friend Danny over. You know Danny. Yeah. And uh, we played that game so much, and then all of a sudden, 
like it's like we were playing a like a four player match and uh it was like new, new challenger has arrived yeah. captain captain falcon and i was like how did that happen and this is re- really before the internet was super accessible with information and stuff like that so you just kind of had to like figure it out or have a strategy guide that told you exactly what was going on but i was like i i wasn't up on the captain falcon universe either so i was like who the heck is this <laughs> yeah no i i mean dude i was all over all of these but some of them cuz Man, if I remember correctly, one of them, like, I don't know if it was Ness. I think Ness was the hardest to get, if I remember correctly. You you had to beat the game on, like, hard mode or it was... Yeah. Well, a couple of them were very difficult to do. And another one had to do with, like, the challenges. Remember, you like you could run around and do the yeah. challenge. Anyway. Um, and uh, Jigglypuff was the easiest, I remember. You could just... I think just beat it, the game it, or uh, something, right? Yeah. You just go through the first the first arcade mode and you get them. Get, yeah yeah no but that is crazy 12 characters to yeah what 50 60 70 something like that in ultimate yeah let me let me see if i can how many new characters and how many characters and that is man it's, it's uh 19 years apart too it's yeah almost, it's nuts yeah it's pretty nuts oh man so they're uh in total this ensures that at least 74 Whew characters will be playable oh my god 76 if you count the poke trainer pokemon are playable at the game at launch and then eight it'll be up to 82 characters overall by the end of the dlc wow yeah insane that is insane yeah i'm gonna get it for sure and we'll have to play online and stuff but um it's cool because they're like factoring in all the old the old uh stages too I, I remember like when we were talking about it coming out i was like they better bring back saffron city like <laughs> from pokemon you know like the skyscrapers and stuff oh yeah dude. And so, sure, uh, sure enough yeah it was great it's all there so looking forward to that cool. um yeah so like that is coming next month and next week actually pokemon let's go pikachu and eevee is coming out any thoughts on that um yes so i love pokemon i will get it i we Mm -hmm. both we i know that you i can speak for both of us we both play pokemon go as casual players um yeah so this will just make me i've been playing it pretty pretty hard recently again i play like every day okay so i played really hard a couple months ago and then I, i i do this every like i'll go really hard for like two months and then i won't for a while yeah but um this will probably make me do Pokemon Go a lot more again, and then uh, I'll get it and just kind of see what's about. It's, it's definitely a different one because there's no like you don't you don't like b- battle your Pokemon to catch them. You just do it like Pokemon Go, which is spin your ball and just do it to it. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. And there's like a two player mode, which is cool. Like you can just get a two player, you know, a person to tap into your your adventure that you're playing, and you can kind of play together. So that's pretty neat. Um, you can ride your um, Pokemon. Like, I mean, who who hasn't want to like yeah. ride their Arcanine or like in the show, like Lapras, just like rolling around? I know it's gonna be good. I know that's awesome. And then uh, it connects to Pokemon Go, which is cool. There's like a you don't like you can't transfer any Pokemon from Let's Go to Go, but you can transfer them back to like a Poke Park in um, in the console version of the game from Pokemon Go, which is cool. So. I'm not a hundred percent clear on how all that's going to work. I don't even know if they know yet, but um, I mean, I'm sure they do be because sweet. it's coming like next week. But well, like, 
what it'll evolve into you know they might add different features and stuff to it is kind of what i read so yeah i don't know about you but in my um part of the world there is a ton of pokemon go players active ones in austin so i'm sure they did this i mean you know everyone got pokemon go when it came out and then it died off yeah. but still like the hardcores like people who it's pretty yeah it's pretty heavy yeah it's like, still pretty heavy even here i live in a small town and i mean we can definitely leave our pokemon at gyms like overnight and stuff which is cool because you can rack up like coins and stuff to buy to buy things but um um but yeah i mean a lot of people actually play it around here as well it's not as like raid heavy and things like that just because people aren't in a place at one time a whole lot but um but yeah it's it's definitely still a big like sweeping the nation extravaganza type of thing you know <laughs> yeah for sure i mean there's i'm in a discord with uh, all of basically different areas of austin and, and there's people that are hardcore playing it and raiding every single That's day cool. like all over That's the city so it's pretty cool I th- yeah so if it does obviously connect with that uh, feature of it or yeah. i don't know how they're exactly going to implement it think it'll be cool just having better graphics just a more polished game i'm definitely down with i don't think yeah for sure i'm gonna get it i don't know if this is the the pokemon rpg that i really want though like well they're they're planning another one like another like standard one so i think this is going to be like the graphic direction of the future they want to take you know as far as like being a full-on 3d game you know kind of thing but um like where you run around on a map rather than just like it's like a, you know, kind of like a map overview type based game. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to this one and just seeing how it is. And like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not even clear on what the battle situation is or if you can battle in it or anything like that. I think it's more just like a Pokemon Go type adventure, catch your Pokemon uh, rerun, revision of the original uh, red and blue and yellow games. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't even researched it that much. I just know that it's coming out and I'm going to buy it and see what it's all about. Yeah. Just check it out. Which one, which version are you going to get? Cause I'll get the other one, man. I don't know. I was going to ask you that actually. Is there one that you want more? Not really. I don't care. Like <laughs> I'm good either way. I so mean, if you want Pikachu, grab it and I'll get Eevee. I love Pikachu. <laughs> I'm good. Or Eevee is like one, one, one of my favorite Pokemons as well from the original. So I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Just let me know what you get and I'll, and I'll, fall in line because i'm not going to get it at launch i'll get it in a few weeks just not don't have things like readily available like a GameStop to me like every day so <laughs> Dude, that's what amazon prime is for what are you talking about yeah for sure i should order it but, but i probably won't let's be honest <laughs> okay i'll wait till i can get it pre-owned or something for like twenty dollars off <laughs> dude i've been so busy that i haven't even finished spider-man so we don't even need to talk about get oh, probably geez. getting into new a new game right now for me too so maybe we'll just both wait until the problem is if i wait any longer and don't like finish anything in december then kingdom hearts will be in uh, january and i'm not gonna be playing anything and then your else it's just wasted. yeah i'm not gonna be playing yeah. anything else if whatever's not finished by january i'm not gonna just i'm completely gonna devote probably you know how it goes 40 hours 60 oh, yeah. hours to kingdom hearts because the game i think the game is massive number one but number two is if you're just enjoying it and you know running around doing some side quests mm-hmm. it's a uh, playing like every little piece of the game like oh yeah we do with these games when we play them you know it's just um it's it's definitely exciting and they actually with that in mind i saw a tweet where they released that 
the entire Big Hero 6 um, voice cast is signed on. Yeah, or is it going to be in the game? It's going to be voicing their own characters, which is cool. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They announced that today. Like, all of them are coming back. Fine. Like, the, uh, yeah, like, uh, all those guys are going to be in it. So, that's pretty neat. I uh, I showed, like, the picture. My son, he's really into Big Hero 6 right now. We just got him, like, a, like these little Big Hero 6 figures with, like, a storybook that came with it and stuff. And he's, like, all addicted. So, he's going to. He's going to love it. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> nice. Um, that's very cool. I didn't realize, because uh, they did. They, they actually reached the entire uh, voice cast for Kingdom Hearts. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm just trying to look at this. Yeah, there's like all the Frozen people, even like Kristen Bell, is, are going to be in the game, which is cool. Yeah, the t- yeah. Uh, so it, I was gonna say, Frozen. Pretty much everyone, everyone from Frozen that you care about, uh, Big Hero Six, uh, toy, some Toy Story stuff. Um, yeah, I don't see any. Who? I mean, is Haley Joel Osment gonna play Sora still? Is he signed on? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, all the all the main guys. I I don't think. So um, it's all the, the extra stuff, right? Yeah, all the I except for Kyrie, I think they changed her voice in this one. Oh no, like, I love Kyrie, please no. Yeah, because like that the chick who plays her was like on Nashville, and like she's like a like and kind of like been struggling in and out of rehab and stuff. So I think they jumped ship on that one. In in Nashville, like the 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 place or the show, the show that that show Nashville. Oh, yeah. but but in real life, she was like a drug addict. Yeah, yeah, she's like she's like struggling. Like she, I shouldn't laugh. That's so so sad. That's what I read about it. That's I I don't mean to laugh. I was just like I I was confused. That's really sad. I'm hopefully she feels better. The way I said that was kind of weird. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. no, no, she's actually struggling with real life drug problems. Please, let's not laugh. That's not like funny. She yeah, hopefully she gets better. I'm pretty sure Disney does just doesn't want any part of anything that's going to be controversial right now. So (laughs) yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, anyway, so that's pretty exciting, and I can't wait for Kingdom Hearts. Like, like you said, it's gonna own my life. I'm glad like all the Spider-Man DLC is gonna come out before January. Yeah, for or sure. before Kingdom Hearts, because I'll be able to like really finish that game. So I still haven't played the most recent DLC, but we've talked about Spider-Man on every show. Yeah, so I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. Let's give it a rest. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, another game that is coming out that I'm very excited about as well is uh tetris um they have a new game releasing uh like two days from now which is tetris effect and it's uh got like playstation vr capabilities to like immerse yourself like more in the game and it's kind of aiming towards like um there's like this whole thing around tetris where it's like built like a lot of people like psychologists and different things that have said that it's it's can actually relieve a lot of people's anxiety and things like that. So this game Tetris effect is really playing on that and trying to like immerse you into this game. So you kind of like, don't think about other stuff going on. And um, for a guy like me who struggles with anxiety (laughs) day to day, I'm pretty excited to like, I I used to play Tetris as you know, a lot as a teenager and stuff, which was cool. So, yeah, I was looking at the uh, article about um, that you're referencing about, anxiety and how Tetris and it's basically helping people getting into a state of flow. And if you 
read any books on uh, psychology and uh, getting in a state of flow. So a lot of people do it like when they play music or um, exercise. It just can be a lot of different things, but it helps you get in this state. And when you're in that state, uh, it really helps your mind and get away from anxieties and stresses and feeling depressed and stuff like that. So it, it, it makes sense. This game is gorgeous. yeah it looks insane like it looks incredible it looks like it reminds me of another game that i feel like i don't know like maybe ps3 it was another very very similar game it's it's a gorgeous game anyway i'm i actually i i've I've played tetris before i like it but you've always been the one that's uh you know played a ton of it i'm Mm -hmm. i would definitely be down depending on how much this is to uh to it's uh it it's like forty bucks, Ooh. but uh, I think PlayStation's even rolling out a discount on it for like thirty five right now. I like I said with all these games, I probably won't get them right at launch, but you know by like Christmas they'll be <laughs> they'll be like fifty percent off. So I'll pick it up. Yeah, if it's like a, I mean, I I definitely pay like twenty twenty five bucks for a fancy Tetris, especially mm-hmm. if it you know kind of did make you uh, get you to a nice state of, like frame of mind or something like that. So. Um, it's, it looks gorgeous. I'm definitely down to play it or, or, uh, would be to try it, especially in VR. I know that you have a VR headset, yeah. so I think it'd be cool to kind of immerse yourself in that, um, that state to just kind of lay back and, uh, yeah, there's it. some different, um, VR stuff that is built sort of in that way to like help your anxiety and things like that. And I, uh, you know, I, I, it's like, like, um, like a couple of things are just like scenes or you can like walk around and like by a campfire in the cold night or like you're sitting on a mountain looking out at like hearing the wind blow and by next to a campfire or you're next to the beach hearing the waves, you know, kind of stuff like that, which is cool. So, and I've definitely like done those type of things. And when you just kind of like, like you said, get with your thoughts and want to escape into something that just like totally almost like virtual reality you know (laughs) like what they're trying to accomplish here it's pretty cool and so i'm definitely excited because i like like you were saying i'm a huge tetris fan and i like played a ton of it (laughs) like through my from like 16 to you know like 24 or something i played tetris all the time and it's kind of like my airplane game now i play it when i'm on a plane but i'm definitely excited to play another console game with it yeah, no, this, I mean, it's like a, it, this literally, this game looks like a piece of art and, uh, yeah. I would definitely play it for that. Um, yeah, that's what, what they've been trying to aim at. They, they announced it back at E3 and I, I saw that. I was like, this is so exciting, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, it was that NPR article about, you know, like I was, like you were talking about, about getting your mind into flow and things like that. And I can really see how it how it can do that because you know you can play it you and the cool thing about tetris nowadays is you can play it at the pace you want to play it you can play it really fast really crazy or you can just start out really slow and just kind of work your way up you know so it's pretty cool yeah absolutely i'd be down yep well anyway dude we've gone for about 45 minutes and um i think we've covered some pretty cool stuff so yeah dude (laughs) excellent um Definitely got to talk a lot about uh, what we wanted to. A lot of good stuff coming up, and uh, I don't know mm-hmm. what we want to play next. We haven't. We actually didn't even talk about that beforehand. I know we. This is a live conversation about what <laughs> we're going to play next. So Probably just I hit yeah, deciding something yeah. on Genesis or whatever else is next. 
Yeah, let's pull up Genesis. Um, I've kind of like picked the last few, so I'm going to let you take it away with. Uh, oh man, don't make me make real life decisions. <laughs> I know this has always been a problem with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, Sega Genesis. Uh, I was just I, I just yeah, saw Sonic I mean, I, and I was um, singing the the little intro to it. Yeah, the you music. Could do that, yeah. Um, we just did a fighting game. I was gonna say we could play Mortal Kombat, but just did that one. Yeah, let's let's try something different. We'll get we'll get to that one before we leave the Genesis platform. Oh we man, we should go. play Aladdin. Aladdin, okay. Yeah, or cool. Toy Story would be dope too. Did they have that for Genesis? Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever played that version. Al- uh, Aladdin. Um, no. Um, Toy Story. Uh, Toy Story. They did. Actually, it's for Super Nintendo. It's not for Genesis. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm down with Aladdin. Yeah, let's do Aladdin. I haven't played that in a long time. Uh, I just remember it being really, really, really fun. So let's try. Yeah, let's do a little Aladdin. Either that or um, I know there was a like a Darkwing Duck video game. Oh, oh yeah, there was that or um, oh. there was Tailspin too. Ooh. We <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why don't we just yeah, let, let's just try for a little Latin. I think that'd be a good one. All right. Um, I think I'm down. Yeah, that would be relatable to people if they want to hear about that. So let's try that and um, yeah, a little little venture adventure game, venture side scroller. So yeah, I'm definitely that sounds really fun. So um, yeah, I'll start playing that and um, we'll go from there. Uh, I also had mentioned to you earlier that eventually, I know we we talked about getting around to RBGs, but if if I can figure out to where we can connect online, I'd like to uh, play like a Pokemon game, like an old school one, maybe just like step it up to the GB, GBA from the Game Boy ones, the Game Boy Advance, the um, Fire Red or Leaf Green ones. Um, but um, I think that'd be cool to like kind of re- revisit those since it seems like we're going to enter a little Pokemon era coming up with with these games coming out yeah so. for sure i've man i actually already um i'm like halfway through one of those already just on my spare time oh really yeah, oh that's yeah cool. i think yeah. it was uh i was playing fire red so oh really okay i i, I downloaded leaf green to uh, like yesterday so that's good i'll start playing that yeah and for <laughs> sure i mean that's a great one because it's basically just like a a revisit of like red and blue without it just took like the original mm-hmm. games and just made them more satisfying like implemented a lot of stuff that the newer Visual. games did yeah visually and stuff like you can actually like instead of just going as slow as like molasses when you walk you can run in this one like the newer games yeah that's cool just, li- just yeah. little stuff like that so yeah start playing that and uh we'll, we'll maybe we'll pop into that one um for a quick visit just kind of up, update as we go yeah. yeah yeah cool that sounds good excellent all right man well um this is that's been it um i think i'm done (laughs) what a way to end this i'm done (laughs) we'll just end it there (laughs) peace bye all right dude later thanks again for listening if you'd like to send us a message you can email us at kitgpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at kitgpodcast on twitter